The All Southern Experience is back for another week of excitement. Hello, hope your weekend was wonderful. I'm John Rawl, and yes, you've tuned in the Y'all Show on great radio stations across the South and also on great podcast options across Dixie. And on this show, we talk about Southern news, the Southern sports, a little political news, a little food news, a lot of music talk, and everything else Southern. We kind of weave it all together right here on the Y'all program. Good to have you. Our number is 803 803- 816-1170 our twitter and instagram at y'all show and our website y'all.com on today's y'all shows we get things going with a whole brand new week of y'all we're going to have headlines from across the south an update on that tanker their, their cargo ship that actually sunk right there at st simon's island georgia over the weekend we've got the latest on that also, some more Dorian-related news to pass along. Thankfully, this thing is gone, but boy, it did some damage on the Outer Banks. We'll let you know about that. We also will weigh in on President Trump. Poor old President Trump kept getting the news, attacking him for his marker gate controversy from last week. And I've got a little something to say about that. It's a little critical of the president, but it's a lot critical on the media. Goodness gracious. Speaking of the president, he's going to have a challenger on the Republican side from a South Carolinian. We'll tell you about that as his former governor and former congressman from South Carolina, Mark Sanford, announced Sunday that he's going to be challenging President Trump on the Republican primary. So will he even be on the ballot in South Carolina, his native state? We'll find out. But not so fast. Mark Sanford in the Palmetto State will tell you why when we get to some of our political talk and our headlines across the south and then it pays to go fishing in texas you can catch more than fish when you're angling there in the lone star state we'll tell you why in our news headlines later this hour hashtag hullabaloo is back we've got some real fun stuff that we found over the weekend that we're going to share with you all that coming up on the y'all show here in our first hour And then when we get to the second hour of the All-Southern program, it's a look back at the weekend in sports. On Sunday, we had NFL Sunday football, a whole bunch of games. Some were complete knockdown, dragout, blowout fights, and we even had a tie. And we'll tell you who that was when we go back and look at the weekend. We also will let you know the latest AP Top 25 for college football. Some bad news if you're a Kentucky Wildcat fans, the quarterback out for the rest of the year. We'll tell you why and how and who from Mark Stoops as he announced this on Wednesday or rather on Sunday. And we'll also let you know everything else going on in the world of sports, including who won in NASCAR at the Brickyard this past weekend and the U.S. Open tennis champ. It's a familiar face that gets his 19th Grand Slam title. All that coming up in our sports recap at the start of Hour 2. And then our friend Jerry Short will be dropping by with his usual conversation about the South. It's short stories with the teller of tales from Takapola, Jerry Short. That's in Hour Number 2. Well, hope your weekend was great. It was great to see not only a little college football over the weekend, but some NFL football as well, although I didn't see a lot of the Sunday fun, but it was still a good option and anything that will take over the airwaves and replace soccer with football like our kind of football i'm all in favor of all right let's talk about headlines from across the southeast and just off of jekyll island in georgia over the weekend rescue crews are out looking for missing crew members of a cargo ship that overturned and caught fire right there 
just right off the St. Simons Island area, this ship had evidently been in Brunswick, and it was carrying a bunch of cars, like, I guess, brand new cars, perhaps, into the Port of Brunswick. I'm not really sure, but there were, I think, 23 crew members on board the Golden Ray cargo ship, and it sank and kind of turned over on its side. Actually, it's flipped over entirely. I don't know how that in the world that happened. But right there in St. Simons Island, just a really, really very strange sight to see this 656-foot vehicle carrier completely upside down. The Coast Guard tweeted on Sunday afternoon that one of its groups called the Atlantic Strike Team was preparing to depart to the site to assess what it called a complex situation. Some of the crew members could be, still be, may have already been found on board this cargo ship but just scary scene there and this is this is not way out in the ocean this is right there in the port there in coastal georgia so all the best there in the effort to help out with this cargo ship that's been overturned in georgia now up the coast from georgia in north carolina the floodwaters from hurricane dorian that passed through the outer banks at least Man, it caused all kind of problems around Cape Hatteras and more. And at Oracoke Island, medics and other rescuers, they had to go there because it's only accessible by boat or air. And they had to reach people who made the mistake of defying mandatory evacuation orders along a 200-mile ribbon of low-lying islands. And this has caused these people to be trapped, trapped by the high water. And they're trying to get out of there. And it's flooding like crazy, according to one local resident of Oracoke Island in coastal North Carolina. There they had winds around 90 miles per hour at one point, howling over the Outer Banks. The storm did come down a little bit from what it did in the Bahamas, but it caused a lot of flooding there on the eastern on the eastern islands of the Outer Banks, and it trapped people in attics there as floodwaters began to rise on Oracoke Island and Atlantic Beach and more of coastal north carolina so they took a, a heavy punch i know in south carolina they got a lot of bad activity on thursday with high winds down power lines people losing power and we know that north carolina even had a person die before the storm even hit now we know of at least four deaths in the south that have been blamed on hurricane dorian and it's just a, a very tough thing of course the bahamas still have a long way to go for their effort speaking of the bahamas a carnival cruise ship is carrying Bahamas evacuees to Florida. The ship is now docked in Palm Beach, and it's bringing the evacuees into the Florida area. I don't know how that happens, if they're allowed to come in without any kind of special visa or whatever. There may be a a constant visa-type thing between the Bahamas and Florida, at least. But search and rescue teams are still trying to reach some of the communities on those Bahama Islands, like abacus and the other one i forgot what it's called as they've just got to dig and dig and we know the death toll now to at least 43 people in that nation as they just were pounded by hurricane dorian but at least some of the residents able to get off that island or islands and we wish them all the best a story that happened last week that we really didn't cover at the time because it didn't have a connection to the south per se but it was a total tragedy there are 34 people you might remember the story from last week 34 victims of a deadly boat fire there in the channel islands of california happened last week and now we find out a memphis area doctor was among the victims of this accident over labor day weekend and the doctor was 
Ted Strom of Germantown, Tennessee. He's 62 years old, and he's been identified by the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office as Dr. Strom was a pathologist at the Memphis Veterans Affairs Medical Center, also listed as an associate professor on the University of Tennessee Health Sciences Center faculty page. His family released a statement through a PR firm. On behalf of the Strom family, we wanted to share that Dr. Ted Strom died this past weekend in the boat fire during a scuba diving exhibition off the coast of Southern California. The Strom family wants everyone to know that he passed in a place he cherished while doing something he loved. During this very difficult time, the family requests complete privacy. But a tough loss there of a Mid-South area doctor, one of the 34 victims of that awful fire there on Labor Day weekend in Santa Barbara california now to lexington kentucky a priest there is going to cover the cost of two sisters that were killed on an interstate in the lexington area and he's going to step in to help the family of the two young women who died last week on i-75 dr jim sitko is covering the remaining funeral and burial expenses for sister taylor blevins and caitlin blady bailey of georgetown kentucky the pair were killed last wednesday when they were hit head-on by a wrong way driver on interstate 75 police believe that the driver of that other car tammy rodriguez was under the influence of drugs or alcohol and father jim said he felt compelled to help he put a statement out and said it was such a tragedy that these two young girls kind of being in the wrong place at the wrong time, knowing that their families in need as well. I just wanted to reach out and assist in any way I can. And so what a great deal there by the father of in the Catholic Church there in the Lexington area, Jim Sitko, helping out the local priest with these two young ladies who unfortunately were both killed in a horrible accident last week. We have more headlines from across the South that we're going to get to after the break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Sharpie Gate. That's the so-called nickname of President Trump when he was mapping out last week, literally, in the Oval Office, the early projection of Hurricane Dorian and how it was going to affect Alabama. And I've got something to say about all that. Plus, we've got other headlines from across the South that we'll get to that you don't want to miss, including a new historical marker going up in the state of Maryland for lynching victims in the state's capital city of annapolis we can tell you where that is and also we'll weigh in on the florida student who wore a university of tennessee shirt not an official one one that was homemade and he got bullied and the amazing story about how this kid's shirt ended up doing some really good and we'll tell you about that plus that fishing story that's no tall tale all that coming up on y'all Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Oh, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable, Super Fast Network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got. Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones... 
Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and covers not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <laughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist. The only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now. Continuing on with our headlines from across the country, this is the Y'all Show. We've got hashtag Hullabaloo coming up in the next segment. You don't want to miss out on the fun there. Fun from throughout social media. But as we start this segment of headlines, I, I, I don't know how long this thing's going to continue to have life, but Sharpie Gate, I've got to weigh in with this thing because I honestly got tired of hearing about it all at the end of last week, all through the weekend, for goodness sake. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? As Hurricane Dorian approached Florida really more toward early last week, maybe Labor Day weekend, projections said that it was going to come into South Florida originally, and it might even go northward from there and touch a state like Alabama. And that's perfectly what you would expect if a hurricane were to, let's say, hit around West Palm Beach and go straight across the peninsula maybe get into the gulf and then work its way northward yeah it would affect alabama the the southeast corner near dothan it would affect alabama so you had reason to be at least alerted that their potential was there for hurricane dorian to hit you no big deal that's what you should do you should be proactive and i've seen a tweet from one of the alabama governmental agencies maybe the national guard even put a tweet out more than a week ago saying something like hey this storm could be coming our way let's let's pay attention all right so that was early last week then president trump comes out on in the oval office at the middle of last week and has this map that somebody obviously took a sharpie and expanded the projection area of hurricane dorian early in its process and you could see where it was kind of homemade the semicircle of the projection made by this sharpie and yeah it it certainly was easy to spot and poke fun at but it it wasn't that big of a story 
And President Trump didn't necessarily keep bringing it up to the media, except I guess he did get on to Twitter, which is something he should probably back off of, it, at least at times, for goodness sake. But the media just played right into his hand, and they just kept, especially CNN. I, I, I like to watch CNN, but they just nonstop. I mean, the hurricane was hitting the Carolinas, and the lead story at CNN was, oh my gosh, President Trump doctored a map. He doctored a map. Who's the, who does he think he's fooling? Like this was a national emergency. And then what I really found disgusting is, that, at least at CNN, is they were like, how could he do this when people's lives were at stake? Well, they're the ones that are really hurting people because people like me tune into, uh, I would give CNN the credit, a reputable outfit for at least breaking news fox is horrible when it comes to breaking news don't be fooled if you want news it ain't on fox news if you want opinion that's a great place to go and cnn should be great news all the time they've gotten into the opinion duel with cnn or with with fox and it's not working in their favor right now so I'm a little perturbed. Thank goodness for CBSN. That's the online streaming deal. I go there as much as I go to CNN because they don't really give give you too much opinion. Or when they do, you know what it is. It, it's very obvious. It's not necessarily disguised as news. But normally it's nothing opinionated at all at CBSN, to their credit. But CNN just kept beating a dead horse and a dead horse. And Trump wasn't an angel in this he, he should have just left it alone but that's not the way he is okay he's not going to back off of anything and that's why we know that from him i'm disgusted by the way especially cnn just kept this thing going and going and trying to every time they can try to bring the smallest thing to hurt the president that they possibly can and there are things he does they need they need to be focused in on this was not one of them only because again the president to his credit, it's is right. There there were some some thoughts that this thing could affect Alabama. And you know what? Even if there weren't, that's still something that people in southeast Alabama who were still reeling from the hurricane that came in last year that affected the Panama City area, they're still affected by that. They want to know if something's gonna cause any problems. Even if it's a loss of power, they still would like to get a heads up, especially a couple of days out as hurricane dorian would have been so again that that's the the disgusting thing from cnn is they kept just beating this thing speaking of president trump or the trump family and the state of alabama ivanka trump is going to be in alabama on tuesday she's scheduled to visit the alabama robotics technology park in tanner alabama and this is for a workforce development announcement an advisor to the president ivanka will announce the expansion of workforce development and apprenticeship opportunities across the state of Alabama. And she'll be there on Tuesday. The Alabama Robotics Technology Park in North Alabama is made up of three facilities that educate and train workers in automation and robotics jobs. The largest of the facilities is a 60,000-square-foot robotics maintenance training center. Ivanka and officials will tour the park, and then she's scheduled to meet with students participating in the apprenticeship program. And as a former resident of the great state of North Alabama, as I call it, not just Alabama, but not Alabama, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little bit uh, confused. Where the heck is Tanner, Alabama? Forgive me as I look this up. This is a, 
a new one on me in Limestone, which is Athens. Tanner is just off of US 31. I don't think I've ever been to Tanner, Alabama. Tanner is essentially halfway between Decatur and Athens off of US 31. But I never, I guess, I guess I never knew I was going through Tanner when I was on 31. Most people are usually about a mile east on Interstate 65 when they're passing through that area. They don't go up 31. But certainly if you're going between Athens and Decatur in North Alabama, no reason to go all the way out to 65. You just scoot up 31 and you'd be passing right by Tanner. So yeah, that's a growing area there. And the Mooresville area, a lovely little village. If you ever have a chance in the Huntsville area to sneak by and see Mooresville, it's a blast to the 1850s if you have a chance to do that but i have not been to tanner i have been to greenbrier home of barbecue there in is that morgan county i don't think it's madison county right there i'm getting a a little bit too technical for some of you out there but yeah definitely north alabama and again ivanka will be in that area on tuesday go out and Tell her we said hello, maybe take her out to the barbecue place there in Greenbrier or go over to Athens and get some of that, or rather go down to Decatur and get some of that good old Bob Gibson white barbecue. The former governor of South Carolina, a former congressman twice before he was a governor, he was a congressman in the Charleston area. And then after he served as governor, he was reelected in his old congressional seat. Mark Sanford announced over the weekend that he's going to challenge President Trump in the Republican primary. And his main focus will be on fiscal issues. Now, give Governor Sanford his and Congressman Sanford, however you want to call him, give him credit. He has always been a penny pincher. That's one of the reasons he got elected. It's one of the reasons people like me in 2000, I very, very vividly remember seeing him interviewed on C-SPAN. And he had written some kind of book and said that you could call this number and try to order it. Well, I did governor slash congressman sanford and i never could get anybody to send it to me i don't know what happened i don't know if it's out there available in some way shape or form but i'd love to well i really don't care that's been 20 years ago now but yes he when he was a congressman first in the late 90s governor sanford slash congressman sanford would sleep on the cot in his office he didn't even have a a condo or apartment there in washington dc and i found out there's a couple of other people that did it then and probably still do it in Washington, D.C. They actually live out of their congressional office, and they use the gym to shower and things like that. I don't know if he's pinching pennies or he's just a cheapskate, but that's Mark Sanford. And he announced on Sunday on national TV that, yes, he is going to run on the Republican side for president in the U.S. He's 59 years old, and I don't think he's got a snowball's chance in in uh, hanahan which is part of the charleston area he doesn't have a snowball's chance in hanahan of getting the bid for president but what he is going to do is bring maybe a little bit of something that needs to be brought to the attention of conservatives let's not get, get totally blinded by president trump to think that the mantra of president uh, of republican politics for many throughout the years has been saving money has been conservative, fiscal conservative practices. And President Trump, I would like to say is fiscally conservative, but I don't I don't really know. But even if he isn't, Congress, at least the Republican side, should be, and they ought to be 
twisting his arm at every chance to say, we need to cut back. We, we, we need to do this. As the president has bragged many times about how much money he spent on things like the military. I know a very worthy thing, how much he's wanting to spend on the border, a worthy thing. But remember, we were told when he was a candidate that Mexico was going to pay for it. So that's the kind of things there that I'm, I'm in favor of another voice out there to, if nothing else, to be a reminder of what conservatism means. It's not just religious conservatism. It can be fiscal conservatism. And maybe that's the good side of Mark Sanford getting into this battle. Now he's not alone. There's two other Republicans, Weld, the former governor of Massachusetts, and then Don, the former uh, Joe Walsh. I knew it was a singer. Not the singer Joe Walsh, the former congressman, I think. Those are your other Republicans that are running for president on the Republican side, at least. None of which will have a chance to actually get the nomination. But it's a free country. They're allowed to do it. So we wish them all the best. Another former Southern governor in the news, as Mississippi's former governor, Ray Mabus, is coming out in support of Kamala Harris for president. He put a statement out that said, Harris is fully prepared to be our next commander in chief. Now, Mabus, during the Obama era, was the Navy secretary and Harris, the California attorney general before winning the U.S. Senate seat in 2016. Mabus was the governor of Mississippi from 88 to 92 and then was an ambassador to Saudi Arabia for a couple of years and then serving as Navy secretary during both of Obama's terms as president. Now, a little strange that he would be coming out for Harris, who hasn't really been getting a lot of publicity lately. Remember, she's kind of in fourth place, I guess, the Democratic side of things. And here's Ray Babis out here saying, hey, she's going to be a great commander in chief and I am behind her. Now, Mississippi is one of five states holding Democratic and Republican presidential primaries on March 10th of next year. Also that day, Hawaii has Republican caucuses. North Dakota has Democratic caucuses. But I guess Mabus knows the makeup of his native Mississippi. Perhaps that's the reason why he's backing Kamala Harris for president. But getting out there on the ledge in support of the California senator. Here, back to Republican politics in the Southeast. Johnny Isaacson of Georgia, he announced recently that he's going to retire at the end of the year. And now we know one person, at least, that's raising their hands saying, I think I want to run for Isaacson's U.S. Senate seat in the state of Georgia. That is Doug Collins. He's emerged as one of President Trump's chief defenders in Congress. And we now know that it looks like he's going to be trying to get this seat there in the state of Georgia. Now, in 2020, the other Senate seat in Georgia, the one currently held by David Perdue, it's also up for ballot in November of 2020. And so you'll have two open Senate seats in Georgia in 2020. And we're going to have a lot more to say about this uh, as we get closer to 2020. And we'll start having some experts from Georgia show up on our show and talk about this. Other potential candidates for these seats on the Republican side include Representative Tom Graves and people who have statewide office like Jeff Duncan, the lieutenant governor. Also, Chris Carr, the attorney general of Georgia. Those are Republicans going for these now two elections that are going on. Of course, Collins going more for the Isaacson seat as he's having, I think, a battle with Parkinson's disease 
and it's really taking a, a toll on his body. That's why he's stepping aside at the end of the year. To Annapolis, Maryland we go, and a historical marker acknowledging five lynchings in this county where Annapolis is, is being unveiled in Annapolis as the marker was dedicated over the weekend, and it's the first of its kind in the state of Maryland. And a lot of people came out to see the presentation there at Anne Arundel County, and it commemorates the at least five blacks killed in lynchings across the county in that county's history. Of course, Maryland, a slave state, and I don't know if these lynchings happened prior to slavery coming to an end or if they were more of the Jim Crow era of lynchings. Don't know, but at least there is a marker there unveiled in that county where Annapolis has the is is the state capital of that great state of maryland hey we had tennessee football lose its second game of the year and jeremy pruitt the coach of the vols on the hot seat for sure after they let byu come back and get the victory at neyland stadium on sunday or saturday and we had a tough time if you're a tennessee fan you you have had we as fans of football you as tennessee fans you have been taking it on the chin for the last decade plus and you're about ready for it to come to an end, right? Well, I don't know if that's going to happen. That's the bad news. But if you want some good news on Rocky Top, we got to point to Laura Snyder, as she is a teacher in Altamont Springs, Florida. And she shared a post on Facebook about a young Tennessee Vols fan who she said was bullied by girls at the school over a T-shirt. And he was excited to wear for his school's college color day. And I guess this kid did not have an official Tennessee Vols shirt. So they kind of came up with this design and they put it on a t-shirt, but they didn't draw it. They kind of took a piece of paper and stuck it on the t-shirt with a paper clip, I think. And, and, uh, it's pretty homemade. It's not exactly, mm, it's not exactly something you'd even find at Walmart, but it wasn't what the other fans or maybe the other students there in Florida wanted to see. And this young fan, who will remain anonymous because they are a youngster, got bullied for this homemade shirt. Okay, so that was terrible. Well, guess what? Give Tennessee and the athletic department and the bookstore there a lot of credit because they found out about this somehow. And they sent a care package, a box full of swag, so that this Tennessee fan in Florida would never run out of options to show Tennessee pride, this young fan this young boy in florida and they did this and it was pretty cool i'm seeing a picture of several hats a mini helmet some t-shirts even got a little foam finger that says you i guess it's tennessee's hand gesture i didn't know they had such a thing but i guess maybe they do well guess what the vol shop there in knoxville the i guess official retailer of tennessee vols gear they saw this and they decided to run with it you know what they did they took this picture that Laura Snyder put out on social media of this young fan, okay, there in Altamont Springs, Florida. And they took the picture that she put of this UT fans t-shirt, of the hand drawing that says UT. And they decided to take that and turn it into a official Tennessee orange t-shirt, the same scribbly design. And they put it on this t-shirt and they decided to do it to raise money to stomp out bullying and so you can go and support the effort to stomp out bullying and get your tennessee vols shirt at the same time one of a kind done by this great student in florida 
Vol Shop is where you want to go for that. Pretty cool story. And Tennessee fans, you need some good, good energy. Oh, by the way, the teacher, Miss Snyder, <laughs> is a Florida State Seminole fan. So that's pretty classy on her part to help out the student. And what a great twist of events there from Florida for a Tennessee Vol fan. Go Big Orange. And you need all the help you can get. Hey, as we wrap up our headlines here on this Monday, it pays to go fishing, especially if you're at Lake Arlington, and that's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, as a angler just recently went to this lake about 13 miles west of Fort Worth. And while they were fishing there at this North Texas lake, the angler caught, not, not a big old bass or brim, they caught a Galil ACE rifle. And the weapon was sent to the Fort Worth police there. Authorities took possession and have it in their property room. But yeah, how would you like to pull up a rifle when you're out there fishing? A semi-automatic rifle by this fisherman. That's no fishing tale. That's that's real. We're keeping it real. R-E-E-L here on the, on the Y'all Show. And that is a look at what is going on in Dixie right this second. When we come back, we're going to shift over to social media. We got hashtag blue coming up and some fun stuff to share with you on this Monday edition of the All Southern Show. Don't you go anywhere. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously, because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hey, y'all. Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up because there's a lot more to say. 
And I should know because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Hey, check us out on Facebook on the Y'all Show. You go there, search for Y'all Magazine, y'all.com. You'll find us, and we have plenty of great information. Not only the Y'all Show, not only is it posted each and every day on the y'all.com Facebook page, but so many other great articles and ideas about the South, all right there free of charge. Hey, like us. Share it with your friends. It's the y'all.com Facebook group. We want you to be a part of the Y'all Army. We start out this segment with a little hashtag hullabaloo. This is where we kind of dive headfirst into social media, and we plunge in and find out what's going on in the South. And we start out with Inspired Southerner at Inspired underscore South. We tell real stories about the South based in Birmingham, and they share something from Garden and Gun. A field guide to southern oysters. And we are in the month of September. September. I'm putting an emphasis on that R on the end of September. And then we'll go into October. And then December. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot November. <laughs> then December. And then we go into January. If you know anything about what I want to talk about, we talk about oysters. Oysters are supposedly really good in the months that have r's in them and now that we've moved out of august we're in september with an r and then you got october november december so it's like oyster season buddy and this article out in garden and gun oysters in the south are all of the species crassotria virginica whatever in the world that means but even the slightest differences in water temperature and salinity create distinct varieties of our southern oysters and that is helps change the oysters texture and taste that means each one is like a little capsule of local flavor these are the words of garden and gun and there's a new book out called appreciating oysters an eater's guide to craft oysters from tide to table as oyster connoisseur dana Deskikwitz splits his time between Durham and New York City. He shares 85 slurpable oysters from around the U.S. and provides a dozen of the South's finest varieties from Maryland down to the East Coast and all the way through the Gulf of Mexico. Again, the book is called Appreciating Oysters, an Eater's Guide to Craft Oysters from Tide to Table. Okay, check it out. Give it to an oyster-loving fan or friend. And we want you to enjoy it. And remember, we're in oyster season, especially if you want to head to oyster areas of North Carolina. I guess Virginia may even have some good oysters. I've never had them there. South Carolina, I know, has great oysters. And then you get into Florida and Apalachicola. Ooh. 
Oh, <laughs> Apalachicola, my goodness, what great oysters you got there. And then I can't leave out Alabama, Mississippi, working our way throughout the rest of the Gulf, Texas and Louisiana have their share of oysters. And we just want you to know it's oyster time. It's oyster eating time, y'all. Nothing like a good oyster stew. Oyster stew, oyster roast is something a lot of fun if you have ever had the chance for that. Let's keep the southern food going. I found an Instagram post from Karen, just Karen on Instagram. And it says, giving this chicken a epicure southern makeover. It's like shake and bake, but healthier. And I have to look a little closer at the Instagram of Karen, just Karen on Instagram. And her name, by the way, K-A-R-I-N. And it's a picture of Epicure as a brand. It's a picture of Epicure and the actual product is Southern Baked Gluten-Free Crumb Mix. And the point that Karen underscored this Karen is saying is that you can have chicken and a Southern style chicken, but a healthy version again, because this is gluten-free crumb mix that's Southern Baked. And from the company Epicure. I don't know where you can find that, but if you do have it available, you might want to check it out in a possible healthier way for you to have good old southern chicken. And I will say, as a person who has made chicken via the old shake and bake method, and this was not Epicure I used. I guess I used whatever that brand is. It is shake and bake. I think it might be the company. I like that. I mean, I like me a good deep fried chicken. I'm sure you do too. But if you just mix that thing up in the bag and you shake, you get your workout shaking that chicken up, you get it just right. And then you do it in the pan. That's some good eating there too. And I, I, I'm sure y'all know that that's, that's acceptable here in the South. We'll, we'll take, we like our fried chicken, but if you have to do it in the pan using the shake and bake method, that's better than nothing, okay? Another Instagram post. This comes from at a skincare affair, all right? And on Instagram, at a skincare affair, puts brunch done right, hashtag southern, at another broken egg cafe. All right. So here we go. We have to let y'all know here on y'all what is up across the southeast. And I have seen and I have been to at least one of these Broken Egg Cafes. Now, I don't happen to live near one of these restaurants now, but I got to give Broken Egg Cafe a lot of credit. They're in almost every southern state now. They are not in, according to their website, anotherbrokenegg.com. They're not in Arkansas, Kentucky, and in Virginia northwards. They're not in Maryland. They're not in West Virginia. But they are all over parts of Texas, Louisiana, even have locations in Mississippi, got them in Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and I got to give them credit. They have a lot of items at another Broken Egg Cafe, and they even have sort of a standard Southern-infused menu option, if you want to call it that, and let me walk through what you can find, and I think most of these locations are open not just for breakfast. So if you're in the mood for any of these items, check out your local Another Broken Egg Cafe and go to their website, anotherbrokenegg.com, and see if you've got a location near you, all right? And if you don't have one near you and you're tired of eating at the huddle houses and the waffle houses all the time, this could be a good option. Maybe you can invest and get one in your local community. One option there on this sort of a traditional menu they have at Another Broken Egg Cafe 
eggs black stone benedict green grilled red tomato slices on an english muffin and more all right that is one of the options then they have lobster and brie omelet crab cake benedict a jumbo lump crab cakes on an english muffin topped with poached eggs andalou infused hollandaise red peppers and green onions served with grits or fresh country potatoes now come on don't get no fresh country potatoes when you can get grits come on (laughs) y'all all right so that is crab cake benedict then they also have crab cakes and fried green tomatoes now we're getting pretty darn southern here at another broken egg cafe and this is even more southern how about louisiana crawfish skillet scrambled eggs louisiana crawfish tails andaly and onions red peppers and fresh country potatoes with jack cheese served with an english muffin now that does, does that sound great or what now if you're going to go to louisiana for the crawfish skillet how about a little charleston area shrimp and grits well the shrimp here does not come from the atlantic it's gulf shrimp and andalay saute with red peppers and onions and a spicy low country reduction all right well if you're going to talk about low country let's get some low country shrimp another broken egg but i digress smoked salmon they got the and i say salmon i put a nail in there smoked salmon benedict is another option this is on a toasted bagel another great option at another broken egg is chicken and waffles crispy fried chicken tenders on a belgian waffle drizzle with house-made chipotle honey all that at another broken egg and if you don't have a location near you hey go to the website anotherbrokenegg.com and research and find out where one is near you and perhaps you can complain to management they need to bring one to you here is another southern infused thing that i found on on social media this is from melissa spurka at melissa underscore m s s k she is a cookbook author a blogger and a social media influencer and she writes fried pork tenderloin and sawmill gravy is down home cooking at its finest hashtag pork tenderloin hashtag comfort food and she's got a link and i i don't have the link to share but i do have her website that you can go to and find Again, this recipe for fried pork tenderloin and sawmill gravy, and it's at melissasouthernstylekitchen.com. Melissa Sperker is her name, and she's got her own Southern branded cooking odyssey there on the World Wide Web. melissasouthernstylekitchen.com. Yes, it is Melissa's with an extra S, melissasouthernstylekitchen.com. And you can go find out how to make fried pork tenderloin with sawmill gravy. And uh, that'll have to be all we cover here today. There's actually something I was hoping to squeeze in. And this is going to be a tease for you to tune in to our next hashtag. Hullabaloo. We'll get to this one. We actually have something amazing coming from Cheerwine. It's Cheerwine Barbecue. And we'll tell you more about it when we get back together with our hashtag hello oh wednesday you're gonna have to wait two more days for me to brag about cheer wine the great cherry flavored soft drink and how pork fans are mixing it into their recipes i don't know if i can wait that long you know what i can't wait long for is jerry short and darn it the fella is waiting in the wings and he's going to be on after the break to tell us what's going on in tacapola jerry's our short story guy he tells us what's going on in tacapola today tomorrow and yesteryear and he's on after the break this is y'all
asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable, Super Fast Network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Back for the second hour of the Monday, y'all talk with an accent on all things Southern, darn it. And here as we start out the second hour, we have a look back at the weekend in sports. In just a few minutes, Jerry Short will be dropping by with his Takapola story tales. Can't wait to know what's up Jerry's sleeve today. But before we get to Jerry, looking back on Sunday's action in the NFL, what a crazy day. Some absolute butt whoopings and even a tie in the NFL. Golly. Well, speaking of butt whoopings, the Tennessee Titans went to Cleveland and smacked Baker Mayfield and company. The Titans went over the Browns 43-13. Baltimore smacked the Miami Dolphins. Miami considered to be the worst team in the NFL. And in week one, they fell 59-10 at home. Minnesota beat the Falcons 28-12. The Bills got a one-point victory over their fellow New York State rival, the New York Jets. Buffalo roared back in the fourth quarter with 14 points and get the 17-16 win. The Philadelphia Eagles got the five-point win over their rival, the Washington Redskins. The defending NFC champ, Los Angeles Rams, they got a victory in Charlotte 30-27 to over the Panthers. The Chiefs looked mighty good in their victory over Jacksonville 40-26. to The LA Chargers got the Colts in overtime 30-24. to 
The Seahawks won a close game over the Cincinnati Bengals 21-20. The boys, the Dallas Cowboys that is, won over their NFC East foe, the New York football Giants, 35-17. Dakota Prescott with four touchdowns in that one there at Jerry World. The 49ers took care of business on the road in Tampa Bay, 31-17 over the Bucks. Now, about that tie, the Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals came back with a bunch of points in the fourth quarter, and then they only got field goals in overtime. Nobody could actually win this one. And the Lions and the Cardinals start out the season 0-0-1. What a crazy ending on Sundays. And that's some of your fun from Sunday. As far as what's left in the NFL tonight on Monday Night Football, you got two different games. The Houston Texans are just down Interstate 10. They're in New Orleans to take on the Saints at Mercedes-Benz Superdome. That's the early Monday night game. And then later, you got rivals Denver and the Oakland Raiders at Ring Central Coliseum in Oakland. And that's set for a 10-20 Eastern 9-20 Central kick. And those being broadcast on ESPN. That's your games going on today. Now, as far as Sunday's action, bad news for the Jacksonville Jaguars as former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Nick Foles, he debuted for the Jags and that debut on Sunday lasted less than a quarter as he went out with some kind of clavicle injury and he's expected to be out for quite some time, perhaps the entire season. More to come after x-rays come in. Not good news for Jags fans. And then, hey, how about a guy that's got a great connection to the state of Tennessee, Jason Witten. He got his first touchdown for the Dallas Cowboys since 2017 as he got a touchdown in this game against the New York football James uh, Giants taking home a four-yard touchdown pass from Prescott with the, about 10 minutes left in the second quarter, and that helped Dallas get the victory in Arlington on Sunday. But a great comeback after he set out 2018. He was in the broadcast booth a year ago. But Jason Witten, the UT alum, there for the Dallas Cowboys again and looking good in his role there for the Starred Helmet franchise. Now to the college ranks. Bad news if you're a Kentucky Wildcat fan. Terry Wilson, the QB for the Big Blue Nation, he's going to have to miss the remainder of the 2019 season with a torn tendon in his left knee. And this was announced on Sunday by the head coach of UK, Mark Stoops. The junior suffered the injury during a horse collar tackle in the second half of UK's win over Eastern Michigan on Saturday. And the injury is going to require surgery again. QB for Kentucky, Terry Wilson out for the rest of 2019. Tough break there. We have the latest rankings from the Associated Press Top 25, and Clemson still on top big time. They're number one. Alabama, number two. No surprise there. Georgia is at three. But the LSU Tigers moved up to number four. Big win for LSU in Austin over the weekend. Oklahoma moves up to number five, or actually slipped down just one notch after their, well, they had a win over the weekend. But the big story for Oklahoma's LSU's impressive win on the road in Austin. Ohio State also had to drop a spot because of LSU's big rise. The Buckeyes are at six, Notre Dame seven. The Auburn Tigers moved up two spots. They got a big win at home over Tulane, and Auburn's at eight. Florida is at nine. They demolished UT Martin over the weekend. Michigan went down three, and rightfully so. It took overtime for them to escape the Army Black Knights. Utah's at 11. Texas moves down three to number 12 in the latest AP poll. 
poll. Penn State 13, Wisconsin 14, Oregon 15, Texas A&M sinks to four, four spots down to number 16 in the latest poll. UCF moves up 1 to 17, Michigan State's at 18. The Iowa Hawkeyes, who play their in-state foe, Iowa State, this week. Iowa's at number 19. Washington State moved up 2 to number 20. The Maryland Terps look pretty impressive. They've moved into the poll for the first time after they demolished Syracuse over the weekend. The Terps at 21. Boise State's 22. Washington is at 23. The Southern Cal Trojans, which had a big win over Stanford, they check in at number 24. And congratulations to Bronco Mendenhall's Virginia Cavaliers. They're in the AP poll at number 25. And that's your latest rankings from the Associated Press. Now to Major League Baseball. We've just got a couple of weekends left before the postseason begins and taking a quick look at the latest standings from MLB. The Yankees continue to have a pretty commanding lead over the Rays right now. Eight games in front of Tampa Bay are the New York Yankees in the American League East. In the AL Central, the Twins have a five and a half game lead over the Cleveland Indians. The Strohs with a roughly ten game lead over the Oakland Athletics and the AL West. I'm going to save the competitive division for last in the National League as the Dodgers have a pretty much solid lead. They're not going to lose it in the NL West. They have a 17-game lead over the D-backs. In the NL East, a great series win for Atlanta. They took three of four from the Nationals in SunTrust Park this past weekend, and Atlanta has a nine-game lead over Washington. Their magic number is somewhere around 12, last I checked, for them to clinch the NL East title. And now we come to the NL Central, and the Cardinals actually expanded their lead over Chicago, as the Cardinals now have a four-and-a-half game lead over Chi-Town, and the Brewers are about six-and-a-half games back. I think the Brewers and Cubs played each other this past weekend but st louis they've got 81 wins to their credit thus far and they have a four and a half game lead right now in the nl central and of course at the end of september it all kind of winds down and you'll see five teams head off to the postseason two of those two of those from each league will be wild cards that they'll determine who goes on to the so-called division series now to nascar and big news for nascar driver harvick as he got a win in indianapolis over the weekend kevin harvick he picks up the win there a flawless run sunday and he got his second brickyard title one other driver of note to let you know about jimmy johnson has missed out on the playoffs for nascar here in 2019 and to tennis the u.s open wrapped up over the weekend and the canadian tennis player on the women's side she won there and is her name she won over serena williams on saturday and then on sunday an epic clash that went to five sets rafael nadal he won there at arthur ash stadium over the russian medvedev he won that seven five six three lost 7-5, lost 6-4, then came back in the fifth and final set, winning 6-4. Rafael Nadal gets his 19th major win and is in a big way there in New York on Sunday afternoon slash evening. And that is your Sports Rewind for the weekend here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Well, the Southern Accent continues after the break. Our friend Jerry Short will be dropping by. He is the teller of tales from Takapola Way. And we'll find out what's on his mind. And that's up next on Y'all.
Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist. The only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now. Oh yeah, there's our theme song for the Tiller of Tales from Takapola. This is y'all talk with a southern accent. We've got Jerry Short, Mr. Takapola standing by. We're going to go and find out what's going on in T-Town and what else is going on in Jerry's world. Hello, Jerry. Boy, is that, uh, I don't know if we got a ball game or not in my arena in Jerry's world. But I know it don't seem like it from the things I've had here lately. Uh, I was going to throw some stuff at you, see if it's stuck against the barn, uh, about crime in some of these smaller towns. It oh. seems, like, seems got- like it's getting out of hand because it's, you know, when, you, uh, when you're the one that it hits, sometimes it sticks on you. It means more than hearing it on the radio or hearing it from somebody else talking about it. So. I've had a few incidents this last two or three weeks that uh, have just got me to thinking that we sometimes aren't any better off than Chicago. So, well, well, we live in a wonderful part of the world, but we are not perfect and crime-free here in Dixie. We've got issues, and we we got knuckleheads here just like up in Chi-Town. That's true, and, but we're changing this. 
I don't believe our law enforcement is quite as strong as it was when I was growing up. When I was growing up in Tacapola, my daddy had a farm, a cattle ranch, and all that other stuff, and he was the town marshal because he liked to keep control of people, including (laughs) his young son, I think. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Yeah. So, So anyway, we lived in another place called Water Valley. He caught an escaped prisoner, and just they we had a Mayberry type police department in '55, you know, and it is this hardened criminal, this Al Capone of the area, had broke out of jail, and Mayberry crew couldn't catch him, so my daddy volunteered. He caught him, and the mayor and the city alderman and everybody was down there begging him to would he be a cop at night? And he said, man, I've, I've got a service station. I've got a cafe. I've got cattle. I've got a farm. He said, yeah, but I love that kind of stuff. And my mama was, please, please, please don't do that. But uh, he did it, which made it kind of hard on me from six at night till two or three in the morning. That's when he did it. So that's, uh, but, uh, they don't have that now, obviously, because I was in, uh, a small town similar to what I just spoke about. And um, I was parked in my backyard of a house I was redoing, spent the night there, and went out today. And I have a, a weapon of choice, and I keep it in the console. And then I also, I'm bad about throwing my wallet there where it'll be handy. So my wallet with all my uh, cards that uh, military and driver's license and you name it, uh, old folks, health care, <laughs> and whatever else you can name, it was in it. And uh, went to get in the vehicle with my wife, and she looked and said, your gun's not there. And I always lay it out on a seat kind of where you can see it since it's legal to do that I you leave I you, you leave your gun exposed when you're not in the during car during the daytime during the daytime well, what's and the reason behind no, that no just in my uh just in my house right but why because, would you do that because if you've got a, a weapon and you don't have a to carry permit for it uh you can leave it laying on a seat and it's legal in mississippi if it's if it's visible if you can see it it's okay so uh, I'm bad about well the the, the console's got a it's got a little a place in it it doesn't have a cover over it so I just reach down and pick it up and and throw it out there on the seat a lot of times so it's it's there and we were gonna go somewhere last night and we didn't go and so I didn't go back out and lock my car which it's you can throw uh you could throw me and I'm a pretty big guy from the back door to the car and it, and you got to come up a driveway that I share with a neighbor and, and he's a fine fuller and it's next to an antebellum house on the other side. It's a former professor at Ole Miss. It, uh, they live in the country now and they don't stay in that antebellum house. So I feel like probably the traffic comes behind their house into my backyard. Oh, you mean traffic on foot? Oh, yeah, the foot traffic that's got me so stirred up 
and uh, and I'm trying to laugh. <laughs> so so it may not be a sincere laugh that you're hearing, but I'm laughing. Well, but I wouldn't he, be laughing if I had anything stolen, and it sounds like you had a gun, and, and I know that had to be tough to lose something like that, but your wallet was stolen too? Wallet with everything in it, and I think I had a couple hundred dollars in it, and uh, it was stolen, and like I said, it's got military IDs that I need for any time I could pick up uh, drugs, and I mean like prescription drugs right and uh or go to a hospital or anything i have to show it with with a uh i might be over 65 whatever age it, you get your medicare card it's gone driver's license gone uh you name any kind of cards gone debit cards i ain't got a cre- credit card but i got about three or four different bank debit cards and uh they they were all gone, of course. I got to get all that canceled, and you know I've got one bank in Spring, Texas that I use. It uh, they, it's at a lot of WalMarts and a lot of places all over the country. So I picked it up out there. So I, I wasn't able to close it today. So, I, but they'll have to know my uh, pin number to to use it, and they can put in you know at a gas pump. You can put in your uh, your uh, uh, zip code. However, the zip code for it is on my farm. It wouldn't be the town they stole this card in. Mm-hmm. So it, it prob- probably, they'd never guess the zip code. This would be somebody that knew me. And then they could work on, I think I've got three different zip codes. But uh, anyway, um, long story short and short story long, it's, uh, I went to the police department in this town of about 4,000 people. Right. And um, I went to the police department, and it was closed on Sunday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Mayberry sometimes does a better job. But I know Barney Barney Fife would have been there, probably. And this is a town, but, you just said, had about 4,000 residents? That's right. I, I could see where a town that had, like, 400 residents might have a problem staffing someone on a Sunday. But 4,000 seems to be a lot. And they 4,000 is, well, I tell you, the population of this town uh census in 1960 uh, and 50 was 3,333. I always thought that was odd because every one of them was the same. And then you go back and you look at the uh, census today and it's bumping four is all. It's all a change that's been made. And, uh, and that's what 60, uh, 1950 to now is, uh, 50 almost 70 years 70 years (laughs) you know and so you're looking at 70 years and they it it hadn't grown it's it's next to a town it's growing the dickens out of it it's outgrowing it's right there close to old miss university of mississippi and oxford so i'll say that much but anyway i go and i reach to open the door to go in the police station to tell them the situation boom locked and then i look inside peep in boom dark no lights on in there at all and it's next to the fire station nobody was at the fire station and so um it had a sign printed professionally uh of a number to call and then they had a sign that they had uh personally 
penmanship and, and taped up. It says, uh, if you don't get a call, um, if, if no one's here and you call this number, then our, our, our uh, policeman today is out on patrol. So I covered this whole town 10 times. I probably burned a tank of gas. I'm yet to see this pat- patrolling policeman. But um, anyway, then it said call 911. And then it had another number, which in the, it was the county sheriff's department, which they've had an election and the sheriff has, he got defeated. So I assume that they really didn't care much about what's going on with the law. So <laughs> I called that number and uh, no one was there. I get this recording to police at the sheriff's office. Now you'd think, boy, this has got to be the safest town in America. You know, there's, there's no law. I said, well, let me go ahead on a bypass. It's a four-lane bypass around. I said, they've got to be out there running radar trying to get money for the town. But uh, didn't find a cop one or anybody. Still hadn't found anyone. And uh, I'm still in the same situation. And somebody has also, to back up over the last two years, when I bought this house to redo it, to sell it, um, the first thing they did, well, it was during the election, just for the vote. I had a the gentleman that got elected uh, president of the United States. Uh, I had one of his signs, and they put a uh, swatch sticker and X'd it out and everything else over his sign. And then they went around in my backyard, and they uh, painted a, a storage shed up with Nazi signs and called me a Nazi. Oh, they were anti-Nazi stuff is what they were doing, I think. Yeah. Uh, Antifa-type rhetoric there. Yeah, yeah, Antifa hadn't quite busted out here yet, but I think they were getting close to that University of Mississippi, which is only 15 miles away. If somebody got a dart, they can throw it at a map and they'll know where I'm am right now. But anyway, um, um, they, they painted all over that building with black spray paint it's a white building and uh and i can i can vouch for jerry i've seen this with my own eye that's right you have and and uh of all things for me to have a parking spot around back in the backyard of course you couldn't park anything but a lawnmower where i had to sign and it wasn't that big you couldn't see it from the street or sidewalk or anywhere it had uh if you're from the uh, War of Northern Aggression, this is for Confederate parking only. <laughs> and and, uh, and so they painted over it. And they painted over the ex-University of Mississippi logo, uh, the Colonel Rebel. Mm. They painted him up. They painted him everything they could paint him and marked over him and x through him and did all that kind of stuff. So, you know, and then they stole, let's see. You know, the trailer hitches that go into your trailer on your vehicle on a pickup, say. Yeah. Uh, the big long one and it's got a ball on it. Uh, I've had two of those stolen and off of my vehicles in the backyard. And to get in my backyard, you know where I, where this house is. Right. Well, your backyard, you kind of have to be wanting to go there. It's one of those you've got to make a commitment right. out on the street. I'm either going to go right. and see this guy or I better not go in there at all. It's not a place That's you can right. kind of kind That's of right. make trapped. up your mind halfway yeah. through yeah you're trapped if you get in there and uh when they did all this the vandalism to the uh 
the building out back, I told the police department people in, found them during eating lunch, maybe at 12 o'clock. I told them that uh, I wasn't playing, that I, I meant business, and if I caught somebody in my backyard, I'd drop them and uh, doing something like that. And uh, they just kind of, oh, I don't blame me. And <laughs> that's, about it, that's about it, you know. That's all the justice I got. And uh, it's it's just, uh, it, it, I tell you, it just, it, it just rubs you wrong to think how things were, used to be. You know, I know we can't go back, but if we could have just kind of stood still, would have been pretty good. But things like this would not have happened if my daddy was out between six and afternoon and two at night because I couldn't even play a pinball machine or shoot poo. My friend would come warn me that he was patrolling the area looking for me to do something that seriously bad. Hmm. So things have really changed. And, they, and, they have. And, Jerry, let me just share with you briefly my only, or I should say not my only, my most recent unfortunate episode just like you having something stolen from you i was broken into many years ago and i you talk about how times have changed the person that stole broke into my place and stole a bunch of items ended up being caught and entered a program where if i didn't make them go to prison but they repaid me over the course of a year they would be allowed to i guess go with probation and and they're would able to be able to continue on with their life and i I agreed to do that it took about a year but i got a portion of the money that i should have received back yeah well i mean it was what he agreed to but the real real cost was much more than what we what it's not what i said it's what a judge what what else goes with it also besides yeah yeah i guess a judge said uh if you'll give this raw guy a thousand dollars and if he agrees to that, then good, good deal. Get out of my court. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm sure the value was much more, like two to three thousand dollars. But yeah, absolutely, it's better than nothing. But my point is, the, the, where you coming? The rest yeah. of the story is this guy that stole from me not long ago. I found out, Jerry. You know what kind of profession he is in now? Uh, he's not a policeman. I hope he is in law enforcement. Hey, at least he's not uh, in prison. But he well, is no, in law enforcement. I won't say exactly you what. You may be responsible for saving his uh, his life and his uh, family's life and everybody else's. He's sound like maybe he said it straight now. Well, I, I've only met him one time, and that was the day after my stuff got stolen when he tried to come up to me and play nice. Like, hey, I heard you got broken into. Oh, and, come on. You knew him then. Well, I didn't know him. I just had a strong suspicion he might have been the yeah. one that actually did it, and it turned out that he mm-hmm. was was the person that did it as he had later admitted and again entered this program look we live in a crazy time and we wish you hope hopefully we hope you get all your stuff back or as much as you can and i hate you had to go through that unfortunately that's the the problem of that's the situation we've got now in hand and so it's not just you know it's everywhere yeah it's it's everywhere you know if you look at the news you only hear things when it happens to 10 or 12 or 100 people or 1,000. But if it happens to one individual, hey, it's written off. And, Jerry, I know you've kind of had a law enforcement job a time or two in your life. And this was recently told to me, and we love our law enforcement. We appreciate everything they do. But I had right. somebody who was a member of law enforcement tell me, look, 
We don't really like to do more than we have to because it's just more work and more paperwork. That's right. And it's more red tape yeah. that never was there before. And uh, the rules today and the law today, they they don't necessarily back up the enforcer. You know? Yeah. So you can't completely blame them because it's not 100% their fault. But you have corrupt everywhere and so you got a corrupt officer here maybe but then you've got a complete honest officer and that's what i told my wife she got on me about not locking the car and i said you know i wouldn't steal from anybody i don't ever i don't believe in that i'm not going to do that so i've just never had a habit of locking everything up behind me and uh i said i've always felt like everybody else would be the same way but it's not that way anymore. Well, I mean, I, the last yeah. I, the la- the person that I reference, I, I caught doing this. I did have my car broken into two summers ago, and I have no idea who did that. And so, my question yeah. to you, with that gun laying there, do you really think having the car locked or unlocked made a difference? Uh, no. Well, probably that close to the house, and I think it happened because I was watching TV till two o'clock or three or something. And uh, in the room, uh, the back of the house, I was in the back of the house, that close to the car. So, you know, I, I don't think they would, if the car would have been locked that time, maybe, um, maybe, um, maybe so. Maybe okay. so. But uh, if, uh, if, if the house would have been shut down and everybody had been asleep, hey, a brick just soon go through that side when there's anything. And, and, you know, that happened, that has to happen to me where I had to break my own before and, uh, to get in because it got accidentally locked and it, and nobody come around and check, you know, you can get away with anything. I mean, this was on main street in a time. And, uh, if nobody happens to be seeing you and nobody's there at the same time, they don't care. And yeah. especially these people, I'll tell you what happened real quick. I don't know how much time you got, but, uh, right, for you, I, we got all day long. <laughs> I was. I was, uh, you know, I used to cover uh, sports a lot for a newspaper in Grenada, Mississippi. And uh, I would cover every sport imaginable. And I'd been to Ole Miss Vanderbilt football game in Nashville. And I was coming back, and I got to Jackson, Tennessee. And and it was really late. It was a night game. And I stayed late and went to press conference. And then I went back up and filed a story and uh, checked the photos I had and and I had put all my camera stuff in the back of my pickup, and and I headed out of Nashville. Maybe I bet it was one o'clock or later. And then I stopped and got a little something to eat at a Shoney's or something. It was just fixing the clothes. And I got to Jackson, Tennessee. And I don't know. I, normally I'm not sleeping. I think I had something to do in Memphis the next day. So I called ahead because I had some extra rooms. Some and they were nice hotels because I'd been buying oil mineral leases. And I built up a good many dang free nights. So I called ahead on a Comfort Inn, I believe it was, on this one. And, and it was right there as you're coming into Memphis on Sycamore Drive. But that road goes to the Pennell Farm. And as I was coming in, I went in, and it was ran by some of our uh, – some well, I'm, it's, not, it's not their fault. It's some of our people from uh, our Indian population from uh, Eastern Indians and uh, – they gave me a room on the very back side in a very dark area. So I parked my pickup in the very front under a, under a streetlight. And we're looking at Interstate 40. And so I get up the next morning early to get gone. And I reach to open my door, and it just comes open. 
and I go back in and I tell them and then they call the police and the police come over there. But the police get on to me because they say that they can take that lock on your door and take a, a, a round bar and hit it real, just hit it from behind like a, like you would a screwdriver and it knocks that lock out. And he says they're in and out of there in like 30 seconds with what, well, I had huh. about $15,000 worth of camera equipment and zoom lens and, and a uh, fish eye lens and you name the lens I had it and, uh, the case it was in everything, you know, and they took it. That's what they took out of the back seat. And the police harassed me. Golly. They checked everything about me. And finally, the cop come back and he said, why were you parked here? And I said, I parked under that light and I called ahead from a hundred miles east of here. And I said, so I didn't know exactly what hotel was right here at Sycamore uh, View uh, exit. And I said, it was right here on the highway. And he, he comes back and he runs more stuff. And he said, how come you don't have a ticket or anything? We can't find anything on you. Well, all the time I was scared to death that's going to go back in the 60s and <laughs> take me and lock me up <laughs> in Rushy Mountains Penitentiary or somewhere in Tennessee. But uh, anyway, they got on me for doing that and parking there. And then he asked me why I stopped at a uh, at a, a place like that, at a motel like that, that I didn't have any business parking there. And then, of course, in my insurance company, I had to file it through my home. And I filed it through my home. And I may have got an eighth of what the value of all that was. Mm. And they bought it, and they choked. They told me what lens they was going to give me, and they'd give me one zoom lens here, and they'd give me a regular lens, and then they'd give me a, a certain, certain camera. That's back before. Yep. uh you know, when cameras were cameras and lens were lens. So, I mean, they can even get on you for being an innocent victim. Yeah, that ain't right, Jerry. We got to go to a break. As we go to break, let me first make everybody in Madison County, Tennessee, a little bit more comfortable. This incident with Jerry did not happen in Jackson. He called ahead they, from Jackson. It happened in Shelby County, Tennessee, home of Memphis. Sounds like a Hines County, Mississippi, Jackson to me. Yeah, but no, this this happened in in, in Memphis, which, by the way, as we go to break, I had two similar incidents happen. Incidences happened with me in Memphis just a couple years ago. One time, the idiot broke into my, tried to break into my car, destroyed the lock on my door in the act of trying to break Mm. into my car, and that lock never worked again. It wasn't another month that another idiot came and just smashed my whole back window. I was still find, finding bits of glass three years later after sure. that incident. So it's just crazy. Sure. Jerry, we'll wrap up today's Y'all Show after the break with you, and hopefully you'll calm down through the break, and we'll get through this together. I'm yeah. Well, this is Y'all. <laughs> Stay with us now. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard, the bobblehead. 
It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Nobody cares about me. Ain't even got a friend. Baby's gone and left me. When will my troubles end? Back into the final segment of this Monday, y'all, John Rawl with Jerry Short. Want to remind you that we're going to be talking about barbecue and Big 12 football on our Tuesday show. The barrister himself will be back with us, Matt Hermans, and that'll be a lot of fun. Also, we're going to go to a special guest on the Tuesday, y'all, Andrew Langer of WBAL News Radio 1090 in Baltimore, Maryland, and he's also a political activist and more. He's going to be our special guest. You also can sometimes hear Andrew Langer on Sirius XM Patriot Channel. He's going to be on our Tuesday political report. You don't want to miss that. But that's tomorrow. But speaking of Barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Jerry Short, as we wrap up with you, you and I have talked about a lot of things, Jerry, in your short stories with the Teller of Tales from Takapola. But one wow. thing, one thing we really haven't talked about before in detail, at least, is food. And I Ooh. thought of you on Sunday when I was at a restaurant working hard on this show, got kind of pulling up the internet and doing some research. And I looked out and I saw a couple sitting there having their, I guess, supper in this case at this fast food restaurant. They were out in their car eating. And it just reminded me of my own grandparents who never went inside a restaurant to eat. They'd always get it to go and then park and eat. And I just uh-huh. wanted to, I wanted to find out what you do and your opinion on people who actually don't go in restaurants and eat. They, they would rather just sit in the car and eat it or take it home. Well, you know, I travel a lot by myself and, uh, I, it was a place even locally in uh, Oxford. There was a Chinese restaurant that I would go to and eat real regular, maybe twice a week for maybe five years. And the Chinese lady in there, she was always real nice to me. And they were all, they were all so nice to me. But one day I carried a friend for some reason was with me and we went in there to eat. And when 
they came over to the table to wait on me. They said, oh, you got friend today. Got friend today. Good, good. So that's your friend. That's your friend. <laughs> and I'm saying, if I've been that obvious eating by myself in a restaurant all time. So to cut to the chase, I really enjoy, even alone, going in a restaurant and kicking back and ordering what I want to, what I feel like I want to have or eat. And it does not bother me if one person's with me or 10, but I really enjoy that more than a vehicle. Now, if I do it at a vehicle and a drive through, I'm driving on another 50 miles by the time I finish my meal mm -hmm. and I'm getting that close, much closer to destination. Yeah. And that would probably be the only reason that, I, but I know what you're saying. I've seen that happen a many a time for older people. It seems like. Will pull up at the curb out front, and they will get their salt out, and they will say, hey, "You don't do that when you're driving down the road." Yeah. But they will get their salt and their pepper out, and they'll fix their uh, meal up, whatever it is. It might be in my case, I'd probably get uh, uh, something really. These they got all these for five dollar items now at all these places. I'd probably get one of those or something, and not put any kind of seasoning on it because of a time factor and go on but you're you're that's a good point and i've seen that a many a time and it does kind of just bring a little little chuckle to you you wonder why don't y'all go on inside i know some places don't look like that but i like to run down places along out of the way you know that uh nobody would find unless you were looking for it and it's not something that's up on the interstate or a chain that's known uh nationwide you know it can be an individual place i've had more fun and meet more people and i enjoy talking i don't know no way you, you talk you, come you, on you, re you realize that too huh? so you know I, i've pulled over in places in idaho and gone in places that are way out of the way and sitting there and you hate to leave the people you get to be such good friends with yeah but uh i'd, I'd miss that part of not going in and eating is being able to mingle and mix with the uh, owners and the waitresses. And, you know, I've had them invited them to, from Missouri, or from Kansas, the last two places I worked, you know, with the place before that, I, he met a going away party at one of the restaurants. When I thought of this subject to bring up to you, I really thought more of what we call the greatest generation, the, the generation that fought in World War II. Remember, this is a generation that when they were kids and even young adults, they didn't have fast food restaurants around them. So the idea of going and eating inside a fast food restaurant Still kind of a new thing for them all the way up until the latter years. And oh, that, well, I remember. And that, yeah, that, remember. That, that's why I bring this up. I wonder if you took a poll of people who are part of the greatest generation, those 80 years old and above, how many of them really did go in and sit down and eat in these fast food places? Or did they, they do like my grandparents? They hardly ever got fast food. But when they did, they never went inside. They'd just bring it home and eat it. Or well, they didn't in the have car. a fast food place. Yeah, right. And they didn't have a fast food place, really. They had a greasy spoon place. Yeah. And uh, it might be Little Pete's or Little Jim's or so-and-so, and it'd be a greasy hamburger, or it would be a uh, uh, a uh, hamburger steak with uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. 
and uh, a French fries maybe and a hamburger. And it was always just four or five items that you could buy at a place. And I remember when the first chains come in. I remember when the first Crystal Burger came in. You could buy them for a nickel a piece. Mm. And gosh, I mean, that was like, ooh. And you could, I'd go get, you know, a dozen and sit down and do that. And you could get, you could get a dozen donuts for, oh, a quarter or 20 cents or something. And a double cola to go with that for, you're killing nickel. me. You're killing me. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, I, I am so new fashion that when I go to Sonic, I will open the door of my car, get out, and go order at the little area that people can eat there at a drive-in Sonic. They most Sonics have a little couple of tables out there in the middle that you yeah, can get out right, of your car, right, and that's what right. I do sometimes. That's how well, new fashion I am. That sounds like you may be trying to avoid a tilt. Oh come on! That's not that's not what it is. I just no, honestly at, at a regular restaurant, I I can't imagine having a meal and when that meal's finished, not being able to have a drink to enjoy for another hour or two. I've got to have that to go drink, and you're not going oh, to get yeah. you're not getting an extra to go drink when you go through a drive through. Okay, no, and I've seen you do that, and like you said. You're getting another dollar to put in your billfold, so you can leave that tip, John, because you're getting a free drink. Are you calling me cheap? I think you no, are. No, I just I was just pointing out. I was just pointing out that you know that uh, that kind of offsets the tip at other drink if if you got one to go like that. Well, at fast food where you don't have to tip normally anyway, I still I mean, that's yeah. one of the reasons I go in and eat. I have to get that big old drink of tea usually. Get that free drink, yeah. When I walk no, out man. the door, that's just that's that that's, that's what makes me point. happy. Talking to you, that's talking about point, the south man. and getting a good drink is what makes and me I'm happy. So old. I'm <laughs> so old that I remember you know, I can remember when we didn't have McDonald's and we didn't have Wendy's. Man, you are old. I know. Uh, we had, you know, those places like I mentioned earlier. Yeah, places I've never heard of. Well, no, you wouldn't. And <laughs> the donut place at Mr. Miles might Oh, Mr. Miles' Donuts. Yeah, I missed <laughs> that on that. Jerry, we got to go. Thank you, sir. All right. Oh, hope okay. you get your gun back and your ID and all that cash that you've been carrying around. Well, thank you. And, I, uh, and I, I, you, you lifted my spirits a little bit. So all right. that, last, that last segment kind of helped me thinking about the good old days and uh, when it didn't matter if they stole my BB gun, my daisy. dozen donuts <laughs> for a quarter makes a smile come to my face. That will wrap up our y'all show today. Thank y'all for listening. We will be right back here tomorrow with a whole new episode of the show that's all about the South. Y'all have a good one. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <laughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable, Super Fast Network. 
before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and covers not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For a limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.